0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike Yardley, our travel correspondent, is with us this morning. Hey, Mike.
1: Good morning, Jack Manuia. I'm so far
0: now. Oh, thank you very much, Mike. That's very impressive. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I can do. I'm trying to think. I can do Rafano um, mm. toe. Um But yeah, that's a, that Samoa is very impressive indeed I've been practising it all morning, Jack I can tell, yeah You are um, taking us all on a trip to Upolo in Samoa this morning which is one of the main islands isn't it? There are two islands, and there's Savaii and Upolo, yep. that's right? Yeah, cool. Um, yep. So, Upolo is uh, the l- larger of the islands, I think? Is that right? It's got
1: the population. Yes, yes so yeah. It.
0: Okay, and um, Apia is, of course, on Upolo, so let's maybe start mm. there this morning. Mm. And the Robert Lewis Stevenson Museum,
1: I absolutely loved it, Jack. I thought we might actually talk about Savaii, the other islands, next week because it's so good in itself. But I think if you are a first-timer to Opuru in Samoa, you definitely need to go to Robert Lewis Stevenson Museum because there are so many great strands to the museum's legacy. The fact that it was his former residence, it was beautifully restored to celebrate the centenary of his death. And the thing that really struck me, Jack, is just how embracing Samoans were of the man they called Tusa Tala, the teller of tales. And the actual museum itself is Old Villa. I mean, it's just got so many really cool touches, like the smoking room where he decorated all of the walls with tapa cloth. Um, And it just looks so beautiful. The really incongruous aspect of the smoking room is the mantled fireplace, which I thought looked a bit out of place and some <laughs> more uh, was to remind him of his home country, apparently. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. He's buried there, eh? Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, what has become really popular in recent years is once you've checked out the villa and the amazing grounds uh, surrounding it, you can actually uh, walk up to his burial place on the on the summit of Mount Via, and his wife Fanny is also buried there. Um, and it was amazing, actually. I was talking to one of the locals there, and they were saying how um, her great-great-grandfather was one of the villagers who actually helped form a human chain to cart Stevenson's body up to the summit of Mount Viya. So if you want to do the walk, do it early morning, but if you find it's pretty tough on your stamina, yeah. just think of the workers there to cart this body up there a century ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Okay, <laughs> cool. uppolo um, has some amazing swimming spots, eh? Hey? That the is it the Torsua Trench?
1: Yes, that's the Grand daddy Yeah, takes some beating. I actually had to help coax an Australian tourist down into that swimming hole, Jack, because as you may recall, it's like this cleft in the air, just back from the ocean. This massive crater-like swimming hole, and the only way down into it is via this. Very slippery, 12-metre-long wooden ladder. Yeah. uh, The Aussie who was there when I uh, visited there a few weeks ago, he wasn't prepared to go. And I said, oh, come on. I said, just remember three points of contact. I was like, the health and safety officer. Yeah. Um, The most beautiful swimming hole. It's like a setting out of Avatar because you've got all of this lush vegetation sort of dripping down the edges. Of the trench, um, and the other really cool thing which um, I didn't put to the test, but in the middle of the hole there is this rope suspended midway across the hole, and the idea is that if there is a strong tidal surge while you're in the swimming hole, the idea is you grab a hold of that rope yeah. so you're not sucked into the underwater tunnels <laughs> by the pounding surf. It's um, pretty.
0: So. It's pretty nerve-wracking, eh? When you go down, you yeah. know the ladder that goes down. Oh my god! I was yeah. like, do not slip. Off the ladder, Jack. Like every single grip, I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> holding off a dear life."
1: <laughs> Indeed, but it really is quite a captivating. Yeah, goal to yeah. Have a No, different... it's
0: it's just astonishing. It's like yeah, it's like a freak of nature or something. Hey, eh? yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. What about the best beaches in Ubon?
1: Well, I think the south coast is where generally most people will head. Uh, Lalu Manu Beach is probably the most famous. Um, the thing I really enjoyed about Opulu, Jack, and the same in Savaii, which we'll talk about next week, is that even if every single accommodation spot in Samoa is full, you don't feel like you're in a place that's overcrowded. So yeah. Lalumanu Beach is a really good example of that. It's the most quintessential south Pacific beach whether you want to do a bit of sunbathing, sea kayaking, uh, snorkeling, you just will not feel as if you are competing with the masses. Yeah. And the really cool thing about the South Coast is that it is sprinkled with some of the nicest, most authentic bo- boutique beach resorts I have seen in the South Pacific. You know, they're small in size, and there is a real genuine sense of soul. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds so good.
0: to Tell us about the Return
1: to Paradise Resort. God, I loved this place. I could go and live there. I could go yeah. there and buy it. It's
0: yeah.
1: just so good. And um, Film Buffs will probably recall that it was actually the setting for that classic Gary Cooper film uh, based on the James Fitzgerald novel, Return to Paradise. It was filmed there in the 1950s. Um, the thing I loved about Return to Paradise, that it it's fully staffed by the local villagers. So when you arrive there and as you stay there, you actually just feel like you're a guest. Yeah. Within a really big embracing family. You know, it's just hyper personal customer service. And I have spoken to so many Kiwis who just keep going back there year after year. Yeah. The sense of connection is just so strong. Yeah. And fear, fear, night's a big deal, eh? <laughs> Amazing. And uh, <laughs> the returns to paradox that I've got fresh bragging rights because their crew, their performance crew, they recently, just a few months ago, swept the field to win the National Performance Championship. So this is a bit like the Samoan version of Tim Matatini. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a night there starts with a kava ceremony, climaxes with the most thrilling firemark dance. It is a tub-thumping, body-slapping encounter with the intensity of Samoan cultural performance. Quite intoxicating. And, of course, you also get the lavish buffet dinner, which is where I fell in love, Jack, with my dish of the year to date. Sami, which are those young taro leaves mixed with meat or prawns, yeah. slathered with your coconut cream and onion. Oh, my God, that is so good. Yeah,
0: oh, that sounds amazing. Hey, thank you, Mike. Gosh, it sounds like you're yeah, having a wonderful time. Um, and I mean, yeah, I, I think I spent five or six days in Upolo before, and it just I just thought it was one of the most special places in the world. And like I say, a very good option for um those people who might be considering a bit of a summer ho- holiday in the middle of winter especially given they haven't had much of a summer holiday so far we will make sure all of Mike's tips for travelling to Samoa are up and available at newstalkzb.co.nz